Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod.com is our email. Let's begin episode 54 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Hello, hi, John. Clayton. Hi, hi. We've been. How are you? Good, good. We've been in podcast mode for two days now. I know <laughs> this is crazy. Our wives are probably like, "Okay, guys." Yeah, it's getting a little over out of hand. It's okay though. It's a it's a good clean hobby, just like the honey guy we met yesterday at the uh, the, the South canal, canal market. market. Yeah, yeah. I said, you know, my wife can't complain too much. I'm not gambling. I'm not in the bars. That's right. Hey, that's true. Yeah, I, I thought uh, you know we're we're here where we we decided to record tonight. We got a great interview coming up, and we have a new sponsor for tonight as well. Yeah, take it away. Yeah, this is uh, this is our reader. It's for our new sponsors for Music Machine. They are out of LaSalle. It's a top DJ service in the Illinois Valley. They've been doing it for over twenty three years. Uh, we are real excited to announce them as being the new sponsor for for the IV Alternative podcast, and and it's a kind of good. I don't know. I wouldn't call it ironic, but this is we are actually doing an interview with a local musician today, so uh, it only makes sense that our sponsor would be Music Machine out of LaSalle. You know, if you're looking for music at an event, a wedding, this is the people you'd call. I mean, that's probably their main main people they service, but they also do other other events, um, any kind of graduation party or hey, maybe a bar mitzvah. Or something like that i don't know how many they have around here but you know they could do that uh, we've been to weddings where they performed I'm, I'm not i don't want to ruin the next read but uh <laughs> hey they do a good job and and <laughs> what's a good wedding you know what's a wedding without some good dancing and you got to have the right right guy spinning the tunes and we know they do a good job so you know it, it's it's no fun without the right mix of music so we we highly recommend the music machine and we thank them for sponsoring yeah. That's all I got, John. You can where can, find them where at, can people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can, <laughs> where can people find them? Uh, music machine. That's mmdjpros.com. So mmdjpros.com. Um, phone number is 815-223-6635. But you can, if you go to the website, they have it set up. It's real cool. If you're looking for a, a specific date, you just type that date in, and it'll tell you, they'll tell you whether or not they're booked. So pretty cool oh. website. Boom. Boom. Let's move. Boom. All right. Let's let's go. All right. So you mentioned it before. We went to our first public event. We had a good time. The LaSalle Canal, downtown LaSalle Canal Market. It was it was a good time. It, we had a booth there. There were quite a few vendors. I don't know if there were maybe 30 or maybe 20, not that 25 many. 25 maybe. 25 I think I counted. Uh, it, was, it was in the neighborhood of 25. Yeah, and it was it was nice. There was lots of uh, arty type stuff. I, I I was expecting a lot more food, but there really wasn't. It was more art. Mm-hmm. There was some fresh produce. Yeah, I had a whole uh, pint of blueberries. Yeah, they were. Good. I finished them before we ate our Mickey's massive nachos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. The market was right next to the, the Mickey's massive, so. We could only stare at it for so long. We finally had to get something. John says, "I, 
I don't want a I don't want a big burrito. It's like, well, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's what they do. I mean, I know they have tacos and salads and all kinds <laughs> of stuff like that. So I went in there and I waited in line long enough to make up my mind that we we're going to get them. We we're going to split the nachos, and that seemed like a good idea. And I tell you what, it turned out to be a pretty darn good idea. Yeah, it was. Because we didn't. You don't have the. Um, if you share them with someone, you don't have the guilt of polishing off a big, massive thing of nachos. <laughs> Not that I don't, I don't typically feel too guilty about something like that, but um, especially, I probably was going to come home and eat lunch if I did that anyway. So I'm glad that that's what we decided to do. Split the old yeah. nacho. It was good. We got to meet some fans, maybe possibly some new future fans. Right. And uh, some leads for sponsors. Right. Oh, and, and yeah, you mentioned before the B-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, O'Connell Mike Farms. O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell Farms. Yeah, was, and I bought some honey from that guy, so we'll see. But hopefully it'll help my seasonal allergies that are, are going to be kicking in here pretty quick. Oh, Actually, yeah. they might be kicking in right now. So if you hear some breathing on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> It, it happens. I can't help it. I get I get congested, and I and I'm I, I always wait too long to go see the doctor. So they say that local honey is supposed to help with seasonal allergies uh, if you can find it, a teaspoon a day. So that's what Mike O'Connell. Yep, that's what he told me, and I had heard that before. So it's got to be true. It's got to be. So what was your what did, what was your take on the the canal market from? I think right off the bat, I felt like it was we were, we knew it was going to be good. Well, what did you think? I had a good takeaway just to be able to meet some people and just to do something actual publicly, you know, where we are talking to real people. We're not just using Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was that was great. Uh, it was nice to step out from behind the mic. Sure. Well, right off the bat, we, we met a, a, a Rotary Club member and we were invited to come and speak at an event. And then we also felt like we got a decent lead for some potential sponsorships from that. And then a short time after that, we had a, a 3D printer guy. Uh, yeah, also, that was fun. We had a fun talk. Yeah, also a listener, which was great because he, he had to be 55 or 60 years old probably. And he listened to the show, and he didn't walk away immediately. He stayed and talked, so it made me think, well, he must not hate us, so that's good. <laughs> uh, you know. That's- it's usually a good thing. Yeah, um, we gave him a, a little knickknack uh, for because he was a fan that came. Uh, yes, so he was awarded with one of the 3D printed IvyPod things. Right, right. We did so give I out mean, a handful of those because we did have some listeners actually come, which was so yeah. cool. Yeah. So and then we had a friend right across uh, the way from us, a longtime promoter of these events and uh, walking sticks of well, Doug's yeah, Wildwoods Doug's- or what's his Outward Bound. Yeah. Yeah, Doug's Wildwood. He's a, a rustic woodsmith. So, OuterEnterprises.com. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a free plug. But yeah, uh, sells good. A- good event. Hopefully, we can do some more things like that. We're definitely, like we've mentioned before, going to be at the Burgoo. But uh, yeah, maybe we can squeeze in another one of these things before the uh, summer's out. Right. Let's see, I'd like to go to one that where Bojo's is there, um, out of Granville or. Out there, because why? So you can get some of their corn. Well, I, corn, yeah, corn's easy to come by. But I, I guess what they, Stephanie was telling me, my wife, that they had uh, apple cider donuts at the, the Ottawa Farmers Market, and wow, they're they're worth the price of admission. So that sounds usually good. it's free, so you can just pay for the donuts, and they're <laughs> okay. Yeah, 
No, that's what I heard. So I, I that's why I was hoping if we, if we can go to something with them, that'd be great. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Well, I guess that we we did actually do audio. Uh, we recorded some audio, but it's it's not really eh, podcast worthy. I don't think it wasn't too. We're off our game. Yeah, we you know it sounds silly. You know, Clayton and I are friends. We talk all the time, and yet we're there sitting together with a mic in front of us, and it changed everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't like there was a ton going on around us. No, but we were no. sitting outside. It was windy. So if we do have an excuse for not using that footage, it's because it the, the wind. wind. Yeah, that's our excuse. Right. And it wasn't just right. us carrying on. It was actual wind. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Well, <laughs> we've got the hotline here buzzing. Yeah. We've got someone in the queue. So we're going to have to move this along. We don't want to make them wait too much longer. Uh, the only other thing I could think to mention before we get this going is uh, iTunes hit 1 billion podcast subscriptions. Well, that's pretty awesome for the world of podcasting. Right. How many of those are ours? (laughs) 50? 999 million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move this on. I don't even know. That was – let's just go. Okay, let's go. Interview time. Let's do it. All right, interview time. Local musician Scotty James coming on the show here. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. And as promised, we've got uh, we've got a musical episode here. We we are going to be joined actually right now. I, if I could do a Casey Kasem voice, <laughs> I would try that, um, but uh, I'm not going to. So we're joined here by Scotty James. Hello. Hello. Awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. So the band, and now I'm saying it right, a Terra Tale. Correct. Okay, I got to ask you right off the bat. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> well, where, where, where did that? Where did you come up with that from? That's pretty much everyone's first question when they hear it, and everyone <laughs> always, "How do you spell that? What is that? What does that even mean? Is that one word?" You know. But um, yeah. uh, pretty much, actually, when we decided on the name, it was just um, just that. You know, just, we had a list of names, and basically, we you know we somehow we got down to a couple, and uh, Terra Tale is one we stuck with. So as when we started out, it really was didn't mean anything. But um, you know, as we began writing and as I began writing lyrics, I started associating it as um, almost like like a world that characters live in. So a lot of my lyrics that I write is um, it's based on characters that exist in like the world of Atera. So it's kind of kind of like a side thing to the music. It's just kind of like that was, some stories. That, you know, I that's I believe that just because when I first read it, the name that's what I thought. It sounded like something out of a, a video game world or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I like it. Yeah, you know what else too is it starts with A, so you're at the top of like playlists. Exactly. Little, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know what I was listening to recently, but like they wanted to change the title of a movie. These people were dealing with executives. Wasn't it Durango? Johnny Durango. Yeah, Johnny Durango. Right. Yeah, because they <laughs> they wanted to you know give them a different title so it would be at the top of the Netflix uh, thing. That's smart yeah. marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were against it, but I mean, <laughs> you guys did it, and you know, you didn't think that. I mean, you weren't scheming. You just, right, it was, right. It was a cool name, and yeah, that's what we would say. Hey, Terratail, that sounds cool to do it. Yeah, nice, awesome. Yeah, I guess we kind of jumped jumped over the the bio stuff. So, 
tell us a little about yourself. You're a Illinois Valley musician here. That's awesome. It's it's yeah. good to hear. Um, you, how did you get started in all this? Um, basically, I started I started playing guitar back in I want to say early high school is when I started picking up the guitar. And basically, I just, you know, got with friends, played music. You know, Illinois Valley is, you know, not a whole lot to do, so you kind of find find ways to, you know, have fun and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And that sure. was what, you know, besides video games, that was pretty much all, all we really had to do. So we just get together, jam, learn, you know, learn Metallica songs, learn stuff. And then uh, it started getting a little bit more serious. Uh, I went to college, and that's when I kind of started writing, and that's where I kind of started to fall in love with it, is, you know, writing my own riffs and writing my own lyrics and stuff like that so i started getting in that and i started singing in college and i was terrible i was horrible i could not do it at all <laughs> everyone told me how bad it was i'm like well i'm just gonna keep doing it anyway because i like it so yeah. you know i took some i took some singing classes in college and just kept working at it and you know eventually learned how to work my way around a tune cool where did you uh, well, go to school uh i started out i went i played baseball in college so i kind of went all over I started out at um, IV, and then I went to Joliet Junior College, and then I went to Wabanzi, and then I finished up my four-year at Hillsdale College in Michigan. Wow. Did so you play baseball of, yeah. all, all all the way around? Yes. or just Wow. Yes. Cool. What, what position were you? I was a pitcher. Oh, cool. Yeah, we had uh, one of the guys that we graduated high school with, um, or a friend of ours, played at IV, Jeff Weber, and so we kind of... I don't know. I was, oh, cool. it, it's, 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 so there's a lot of good baseball players that come out of this area. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, the group that I grew up with, there's a ton of great baseball players. It was, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's for such a small area. I mean, there's a lot of talent, and music, musically and you know, athletically. Yeah, yeah. I guess not to steer us away from the tunes, but yeah, I, I get. I'm a sucker for baseball. So. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that, that's, I mean, it's it's neat that you were able to, to kind of meld the two. I mean, I know when you're playing at, a, at even a, even junior college baseball, it's a it's a quite the commitment and being able to do academics and oh, yeah. singing yeah. and learning guitar and taking lessons and doing everything you did. It's, it's a commitment. Right. It's, it, it was a lot of work, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's all fun. So, I mean, every, I didn't, it wasn't a burden. It was all fun and I had a great time doing all of it, so. Kept me busy. And I got you've definitely. I mean, if you say it at one point, you weren't a good singer. Uh, you definitely come a long way because I mean, I, when I think of when I think of a lot of the bands uh, we grew up with when we were in high school, th- that was usually the thing. You might have some guys who can play the guitar good or right. kind of a good drummer, but things often fell apart when it came to the singer. <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's with a lot of you bands. Know? That's that's the hardest thing to find drummers and. Drummers and singers is, is, you know, everyone and their brother plays a guitar, and you know, a sure. lot of people can pick up a bass and work their way around it. But finding drummers and singers is tough, is tough to do, especially in like, you know, Illinois Valley. It's a small area, you know. There's there's only the little bit of people you get to pick from. Around in Chicago, where you have thousands of people around you, sure. You know, you got to find what you can, and hopefully, you find a good one. Right. Oh, for sure. So you actually put out an album. Now, how long? It's of fact and fiction. Yes. When, when did when when did that happen? Uh, we released that November seventeenth, two thousand twelve. Okay, you know I was telling you before we we went on the uh, we went live here that you know when, when I first uh, kind of heard about you guys I'm like okay it's cool there's a Illinois Valley band and then I'm like we're getting ready for the show uh, I'm looking into all this stuff and I was like geez these guys have a friggin' album on iTunes Spotify <laughs> this is the real deal here <laughs> we're trying to we're trying That's, was that tough to get that put out. 
Um, usually recording an album like that is really hard. I mean, it we put a lot of work into it, but we got lucky because um, Eric uh, and Ryan both have studios in their house, and they're both uh, sound engineers. So, oh, nice. You know, we saved us a ton of money, and they're both amazing. I mean, if you if you hear the album, you can hear the quality. It's it's oh, really I, good quality. I know, noticed that right away. Right, yeah. and they they know what they're doing. So, I mean. For for how that album sounds, they they get all the credit. They did all the all the recording, all the engineering, everything was all them. So that saved us a ton of time. And to, I mean, because I'm sure you guys know, studio time is insane prices. And I'm especially if you know you want to take your time in there and get everything right. It's the it just the bill just racks up faster than you know. So sure. I mean, yeah, it it took a lot of work, but that saved us a lot of hassle having our own studio to work in. Very cool. Yeah. Well, you have to do it yourself mentality too. You right. That's makes yep. me. We're big fans of that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's you know that's what we like to push to you. Like you know, we didn't go to some huge you know Chicago studio and pay some producer thousands of dollars to do this work. You know this is all this is all us. You know we we made every decision. We've every line we wrote and every uh, sound decision that we made on the CD is all us. Yeah, that makes it that much better. What would be even more proud of it? Right, it was all in your right. hands. That's yeah, that's exactly how we feel. Was that the same for the video? Or how uh, did that no, come that about? was that. Um, we actually sent that. We have a friend, uh, Mark Wilkinson. He's from, I believe, he's from Ottawa. He's from this era. He's younger, but is he, he a fish sticks and milk guy. Yep, yep, that's him. Okay, that's him. He actually just moved out to L.A. to kind of start his. I think I don't know if he's in film school or if he's in an apprenticeship, but. He, He's doing something without out there with film, and I know Ryan knew him probably from Fish Sticks and Milk stuff. Okay. But we we gave him a call, said, "Hey, you know, we were trying to do a video. Uh, we heard, you know, we've seen some stuff that you've done. Do you want to, you know, take it?" He said, "Yeah, I'll try it out." So we pretty much just said, "Hey, here's a song. Um, we don't want to tell you what it's about. We want you, you know, take an outside opinion of what the song makes you feel." And um, he said, "Yeah, cool. Send it over." So we sent him the song. And we said, "Do what you want with it." And he showed us, I'm like, that's awesome. You know, we didn't expect anything less. You know, he's he's a really good director, so it turned out great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was spectacular. Well, again, because you, you you like John was saying earlier, with the you, expectations maybe aren't very high, and then sometimes you get kind of blown back in your chair a little. Like, wow, that's a damn good video, and and <laughs> yeah, I, I guess wasn't expecting. I was thinking maybe having two cameras at at a gig or something. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? And someone no, I know, just I know melded exactly. the two, and yeah, but, like I said. Uh, you know, oh. people think of when people hear you in a band or, you know, hey, hey I got a music video. Like, oh, okay, you know, just going to be, you know, a recording found in someone's garage and someone recorded it with an iPhone at a gig or something. It's, but, uh, yeah, that's what we try to do. You know, if we put something out, we want to make sure, you know, it sounds professional and it, you know, we want to make sure that everything we put out is, you know, worthy of being proud of and something that everyone's going to enjoy. Awesome. Well, I got to ask, I think I speak for Clayton and myself when I say this, that we're, we're a little out of touch, I'd say, with the music scene <laughs> here in the area. Um, and I know we, recently we went to the Cedar Point Classic and uh, got to hear some music there. And I, I know my takeaway from that was was really good. I, I like felt because like and it seemed like there for a while when we graduated high school and after that, when, when we were in college at Ivy just seemed like there were not a lot of quality bands in the area. I mean, there was a few here and there, but just not a lot. Uh, but it seems I get this impression that music is coming back in a really strong way here in the area. Uh, yeah. So, but as someone, yeah. But so as someone who is in that, though, I got to ask you: Would you agree? You, you feel like that? 
Um, basically, like I said before, Valley, there's not a whole lot to do. So, I mean, people find you know, find what they do for fun and usually stick with it and find what they love. So, I mean, there's there's a ton, ton of great musicians out in the Illinois Valley. I'm, I've only met, you know, just a handful of them, but there's just so much talent out there. The hard part is, you know, finding a group of guys or girls, whatever you're doing, is just to find a group that, you know, has the same schedules, the same drive, the same, you know, musical taste. That's that's where the hardest part is. So, I mean, like you said before, you hear a lot of bands, you know, kind of fall apart and stuff. It's a lot of it has to do with, you know, do you even like the people you're playing music with? Do they even like the same music? But, um, sure. but you know, yeah, I think you're right what you said about the music scene coming back. I've noticed, I've probably been around the Illinois Valley scene not as long as the rest of the guys in the Territail, but I've, I'd say I've been around, you know, probably, probably three or four, maybe, maybe even five years. And I've seen it really pick up a lot. You know, there's been a lot of bands come through. And, um, just to name a few that we've played with, you know, All Good is from this area. There's an awesome punk band. Um, it's actually Eric's cousin, uh, Scott. He's the he's the drummer for those guys. We played with them a couple of times. They're great. Uh, those Dirty Thieves, they're from this area. We play with them. They're a great hard band. It's just, just there's a lot of people coming up. And, you know, it's a pleasure. And it's good for us because, I mean, I, I love going to shows that, you know, the other bands that we play with are also, you know, talented and fun to listen to. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse than sitting around all night and listening to bands that, you know, just sounded like they just pulled, you know, something together the night before yeah. and just started playing. It makes it so much better for the, the fans that go and for the bands that to listen to good quality music. That's great. No, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it's good to hear that. that I don't know what it is, that why it went away for a while and now it's coming back. Who knows? But well, I'm just happy it's I think a lot out. of it, too, is, you know, the... There's not a whole lot of places to play around here. You know, if you want to play and people see, you know, it's always, you know, travel to Peoria or go to the city. But a lot of places are starting to, I think, realize, you know, hey, there's a lot of talent out there. And, we, you know, we can bring people into the bar and we we can work out something good with the musicians. So, I mean, like Ninth Street's been around for, you know, they've been around forever. They've always had music. But there's some other places that are starting to step up, you know, the the game too. Like we've been playing some, a lot of shows, like Primetime Tap in Jonesville, they've been, They've been doing a great job. Tony over there has been doing awesome, finding you know great musicians to come in, national acts to come in, and for small as that place is, they get some awesome sound in that place. Um, Cadillac Sports Bar in Princeton, you know, they bring in some national acts. Zellerin and Ottawa, even Ottawa's been pretty slow, except for Shakers. And usually, usually, you know, all you hear in Ottawa is you know 80s cover bands or something like mm-hmm. that, which drove me crazy because you know I'm it's cool like the first you know hundred times right. you see them, but it gets a little old, but I mean, there's like Zellerin's been, they've been giving us open arms to, hey, come on in, throw some original music in there. So, I, you know, it's. Have you played Virtus? Uh, no, we haven't played. I, they, they have the patio. I, I, right, I right. They do. I know back in when I was in Vagrant Life, you know, we talked to them, but they they were kind of hesitant with the harder rock kind of stuff, I think. Oh, okay. But, uh, but I know some musicians that have played there, but I mean, like, yeah, like I said, there's. There's some more bars and venues opening up, you know, open their arms to musicians, which helps out a ton. It gives you more drive to play, gives you more places to play, gives fans some a different scenery to see. So I think that's a big part of it, too. Excellent. We're cycling through some of the questions I um, was coming up with before we did this. <laughs> How do you get through a set? Without losing your voice, <laughs> I get that some of, of I mean, you know, you're you're singing, and then sometimes you'll do those the big roaring 
just I mean I don't know how do you describe that, but it's just like out of the screams. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, screaming. That's just like how do it, you not lose your voice? It's it's kinda hard to explain. It's 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 a lot of practice. I mean what it is because singing and screaming are are two different it's kind of two different registers of your voice. You know, I have there's a part of my throat that I use for singing and it's kinda lower down. And then uh there's a different part of my throat that I use for my screams and that's kinda up more I don't want to get like <laughs> all like doctors and stuff. I don't really know what anything's called, but it's more <laughs> like if you, like your falsetto voice, like you're, ah that kind. Like yeah. there's there's a way you kind of maneuver your vocal cords to use that as your scream. So um, I there's there are times you know if I'm getting really into it, you know I'll be hoarse the next day. But I mean pretty much I just learning how to do that. I just you know I listen to my favorite bands and I just <laughs> I'd probably look like an idiot, but you know I'd be in my car. And I just try out different things in my voice, like okay, that didn't work, or okay, this hurts like crazy. You know, I can't, I can't hold this up. Um, yeah. But yeah, learning how to do it, I definitely blew my voice out good, you know, a couple times where I couldn't talk for a few days. But once you learn how to do it, it's kind of second nature. Sure, cool. Well, you you mentioned some of the the listening to bands and what were the bands that you listened to growing up and and are still kind of uh, your fans of. Uh, growing up, you know, guitar-wise, you know, just the bass, you know, I, I loved Metallica growing up, all that kind of, Van Halen, I was obsessed with learning guitar. Um, as I kind of grew up, I started to sway more into just kind of, like, I started to enjoy, instead of, I want to say, like, heavier stuff, I started to enjoy more, like, writing ability, I want to say, because mm-hmm. I started writing, so I got super, I'm still in my favorite band ever uh coheed and cambry i'm okay i, I knew you're okay i'm obsessed with those guys i every album i love those guys they're pretty much all my inspiration well for, and, and their thing is they have the storyline and the, exi- the, yeah that's the that's where i kind of got the, that they get they got their own comic book series and that's where i kind of got it from say so, hey you know that's an awesome idea i love i love the artistic you know it's so much i love the creativity of it you know he you know created a whole different world with his music and and uh comic book and that's you know i said i i like that i want to try and do that you know i want to see what i can do and just i love i love the creativity aspect of it it's, just, it's really cool um other bands i say you know i love uh, my chemical romance i get into them a lot uh kill switch engage i like um 30 seconds to mars big fan of those guys too so that kind of stuff i'm, sure. I'm pretty open to everything though i'll right. listen to and actually <laughs> the probably sounds pretty nerdy but uh vi- old video video game music i i love like that's, that's <laughs> like the, the chip music yeah like eight like yes like Mega Man, castlevania um the snes days like chrono trigger oh man yeah All once that- in a while i'll uh i'll use some of that type of music as our break music yeah it's it's so so great i mean but people don't if you listen to this some of that stuff is just ridiculously talented and it's <laughs> it's, it's insane like you you might not be able to tell like some of the 8-bit stuff just because oh it just sounds like little keyboard stuff but i mean I've I don't know if you've ever heard of like Overclock Remix. It's a website, but they'll do like they'll do like full orchestrated scores of some of these songs, and it's just mind blowing. And just the, the stuff that they put in these you know games for little kids that you know people probably didn't even realize. Yeah, the musical quality is just insane. I have to check that out, Overclock Remix. Mm, there you go, John. Sweet. I know I'm gonna check yeah, it's, that out. It's, I like it. it's cool. Neat. Well, before we before we go any farther, we we gotta at least. Make sure we plug what you got coming up. Big yeah. big events coming up. Uh, right now, I know next next week in the third, we are at I believe Calex Sports Bar for that Rock the Rock for the Cure Cancer Benefit. It's a bunch of bands. Uh, Throw the fight I mentioned before. They're going to be there. Three Years Hollow. A ton of other bands. Uh, we'll be there too. I'm not sure exact time slots or everything. I think it's an all day thing. 
So that'll be a big one. Um, and then Sun, the following day, Sunday, we're in Tremont. That's going to be with Oleander. They were they were a big band in the, in the 90s. Um, Oleander and I think Dory Drive is on there too and Liberty Falls and Clip Point, I believe. That's going to be in okay. Tremont. And then, man, we got a ton of shows. I can't even remember them all. I know September 21st, we're going to be over in Moline at Rascals. That's going to be with Three Years Hollow again. But there's there's a ton of shows. I if, if people ever want to see where we're going to be, you can check out you know our website and Facebook. All our show dates are on there. Okay. All right. I wanted to get that out of the way before I before we started talking video games because <laughs> you know you've got it here. I've seen it on Facebook and in Twitter, and you've mentioned it earlier that you're a gaming nerd. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. I think on Facebook, it's somewhere it said something about Super Nintendo. Yep. So I got to ask you, what's your favorite Super Nintendo game? Oh, got Chrono Trigger all the way. Yeah. I love <laughs> okay. it. The music, the stories, everything. I, I love the stories and games. It's like reading a book, but you know you're a part of it. I, I've ever since I was a kid, I probably started. Gosh. Oh, I want to say I started probably when I was four or five. And just every system up and still, I mean, I, I bought every single one, played games nonstop to this day. I was, before I got on here, I was playing games. So I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, if I'm not playing music, you know, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're right there with you. I, I don't get to play as much as I want to anymore. Oh, but, uh, same yeah, thing. Every, yeah, especially since, you know, I, I just, um, I just had a, a baby not too long ago, too. Well, I guess it's been a year oh. now. So, I mean, that took a lot of time out of it, too. But sure. I still get into it. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congrats. Yeah. Super yeah, I saw saw the gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah, I knew I had to ask oh. you about that. Especially yeah, Super Nintendo. Well you you mentioned Super Nintendo and my memory of Super Nintendo was going out and spending <laughs> with my own money that I and I was pretty young at the time, I think. I don't remember how old we would have been, but saving up and getting Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I think it was Mortal Kombat 2. I can't remember if it was part one or part two. I think it was part two, but I remember it was like crazy expensive, and I saved up all to buy this game, and it was just, it was the best. Oh, I know. People, people, you know, say it like now, like games are so expensive. Like they were not cheap back in the day. Either. I remember. Well, they're the same price as they used to be. Exactly. No, exactly. I, I honestly, I don't know why I remember this, but I'm, I'm almost positive that. When I bought that Mortal Kombat game, it was like up around seventy. It that's, wasn't sixty. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I mean, oh, yeah, every wow. every birthday, every Christmas, you know, that's all. You know, I'd either be Zelda or Mario or Mortal Kombat or Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Yeah, uh, all of those. That's that's all I asked for, and those things are not cheap. Because I remember when uh when Nintendo sixty four came out, you know, I was so pumped, like, oh my god, you know, three three D and everything. And I went to the store. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get Mario. And it's like 70 bucks, like to buy. Like, are you freaking kidding me? I just dropped like 200 on this system. And, yeah. and my my parents are definitely not too happy with my choice of entertainment. I'm sure. Yeah, right. That's part. I, of it. I, you know what's funny is you probably brought up Chrono Chrono Trigger. I never even heard of that. Oh man, it's, I, I feel like uh, kind of like I'm completely out of the loop. But it's. I I don't know. I mean, you know, when we were kids, Mortal Kombat and Donkey Kong and Mario were all like the big things. But uh, mm-hmm. Chrono Triggers, I'm sh- if you're to Final Fantasy, yeah, it's it's right. It's the same company as them, but it's okay. you know it's it's an RPG. It's a storyline. It's it's you know it's amazing. The music in it is still to this day. Like I said, that Overclock remix, they the orchestral version of the music on there is mind blowing. I, I love it. It's I mean I have it on my iPod right now. I still listen to it. It works sometimes. So wow. Oh, like I, I love the. Um, there's a copy of it for sale on a website, like Nintendo's for sale, or mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of 150 bucks. Yeah, I I thankfully kept my copy. I still have it. I still have the original copy. But yeah, that and 
like there's some games out there, Super Nintendo, like Earthbound. That one, I don't know if you've heard of that game, but that's yeah. that's like 150, 180 bucks. And like those those Tell. old school RPGs that are really hard to get a hold of. Are, mm-hmm. Those things are worth some money. Just so like what do you play? Classics, man. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So what are you playing now? Ah, man. Uh, a lot of stuff. I've been playing my 3DS. I play my 3DS a lot because recently I've been on the go. Um, so I play that a lot. Uh, Fire Emblem is what I've been playing a lot on that. And of course, you know, I play like the basics. I play all the Mario's that come out. Um, Zelda's. I love to play Zelda's. I'll sit there all night and play those things, not sleep at all. Yeah. But yeah, that's I play that. Um, the Last of Us on PS3. It's an awesome game. I like to like that kind of stuff too. So anything with a really good story and a good narrative and good music too, I'll I'll pretty much get into. Right on. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of weird in that way. I used to I used to play a lot of stuff like that, and then just over time, it seems like I've shifted to playing only multiplayer, like you know, usually like first person shooters yeah, those, or those something like that. I I, I can't seems... get I can't you know sit there and play. I'll play those for a little bit, but I just I don't know. I can I can only shoot stuff for so long, you know. Yeah, I, I know. I think my thing is I just you know it's like I, I only have a little time to play, so I just feel like jumping on, yep. shooting some people, getting off. That's, that's <laughs> what I use it for too. That's exactly. Try to get your fix. <laughs> get my fix. Yep. <laughs> get some blood on my hands and then get out of there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, what do you do for a living? What do you? I mean, for work. Um, my day job. Uh, yeah. yeah. I work over at the Ottawa Dental Lab. Um, okay. I handle like. Uh, it's they've been been in business for years they like make crowns for teeth and mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that so i i'm on the business end of it so i i kind of handle their outsourcing department yeah i'm very familiar with that place because my dad was a dentist oh so yep. i remember you making know. drives over there with him <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to drop stuff off what's what's your what's your dad's name what's yeah dr james allen spellich he was in Oglesby. oh <laughs> yeah I've, I've seen that name before in our system so yeah, that's cool oh really yep. <laughs> weird that's small cool. world yeah, still in practice no, sadly he retired. It was a real problem for me. <laughs> was it really you haven't been to a dentist, dentist since. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I've been bouncing around to a few guys because it's just it's, it's been weird, a weird process for me. He's got to get cool. used to someone else looking at his teeth. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, well, uh, I guess before we let you go, oh, I think I saw. You're a podcast enthusiast, oh, aren't you? Yep, that's pretty much because we get to listen to headphone, um, use our headphones at work. So I, I love podcasts, and you know. Okay, so we got to get your picks. What are your picks? Oh gosh, I everything. Of course, I got my gaming podcast in there. But uh, Adam Carolla, I love Adam. Oh, Adam me too. I, every day I listen to him. Uh, yeah, that one. Adam and Adam and Doctor Drew, I listen to that one too. Uh, there you go. Okay. Look at that new song. <laughs> Uh, stuff you should know. I like that. I listen to that. And yeah, fans. one of my favorites. We had a mention from them. Oh no yeah. way! Oh, I swear. Yeah, they. That's awesome. There's. Uh, I can't remember the episode number, but uh, there was actually an episode one way or another. They they heard about our episode because we we mentioned them in a News Tribune article, and I don't know how that pinged their server or some. Who knows how they found out? But they said something about yeah. There's a there's a podcast in the Illinois Valley. They mentioned us in the. The paper that we were an inspiration oh, to them. Oh, that's awesome. And then, yeah, then they were joking about whether or not Illinois Valley is actually in Illinois. So. <laughs> which, which is funny because didn't we find out way early on when we first started doing this that there's an Illinois Valley in Washington State? Yes, the, yes. In the Illinois yes, River is. in Washington State. So, yeah, oh, carry cool. on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's cool because they're, they're actually how I got into podcasts. Well, not into, but listening because I never really knew what it was. And um, right. I heard of that. I'm like, stuff you should know. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Might as well learn some stuff while I'm working. 
Exactly. And uh, I listened to that. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. You know, so I started listening to that. And then I, then I got into Adam. Then it was over. You know, then I got <laughs> obsessed. And Every day. Yep. I love it. And he's <laughs> I sit there. I probably look like a nutcase in my office. Just I'll be sitting there with my headphones just laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, I hope no one asks me what he said. Cause. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm always worried, like, because I listen to it kind of a lot. I'm always, and it's kind of quiet, so I'm always worried because he'll, he'll throw f bombs down like it's his job. And oh, man, it is I'm, his I'm, job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get worried people are hearing me. I'm like, what are you listening to? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. that uh, Laser Time. I don't know if you're. That's they're a gaming network. They used to be Talk Radar. Hmm. No, I haven't uh, heard of that. Time. VG Empire is awesome. They play nothing but video game music, so that's right up my alley. Cool. Um, and then you guys, you know, I, I heard about you guys uh, from I, the first episode I heard was with J Rap. Oh, and cool. And I listened to that, and I was like, hey, you guys, it's funny you say that uh, stuff you should know is your inspiration, because that's what the first thing I thought of when I listened. You know, this sounds a lot like how they kind of set up their podcast. Oh, was, well, I appreciate familiar. that. Thanks. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's great. I enjoyed it. Very cool. Hey, just out of curiosity, did you. Listen to or, or do the audiobooks for Adam Carolla uh, in Fifty Years and the uh, Taco Bell. Oh material. no, I really want to hear him. I haven't I haven't listened to him yet, but I I can't wait to listen to him. Have you? Well, yeah, and just do the audio. Um, it's just they're really I, I enjoyed the audio ones like wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, I, I that's the, what I was gonna do because I I love the way you know he explains stuff and talks about stuff and right. I I had a job where I could listen or I I recently I kind of changed positions at work and I don't get my my uh, podcast time. John knows it. It's heartbreaking for oh, me. Can imagine. But. <laughs> but <laughs> I could, I still find time to listen to stuff, but I used to, I did a lot of audiobooks, but I, and I definitely podcast for sure were the mainstay, but I did, I started listening to books there for a while as well. Yep. And if you, if you go to audible.com, you can actually, this is a free plug for them, but you can get a, a single download <laughs> for free just oh, yeah. to try out the site. So you could try one of his books that way. Yep. I actually, I actually have audible. I, I know what that is. It's awesome. I love it. Like I said, yeah. you know, having those headphones and they all work. You know, I, yeah. I love audiobooks, podcast music. It's, sure. it's awesome. Well, I recommend the 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 audio Corolla because he, he's a wordsmith and he's <laughs> yeah. not a writer. I mean, he's a verbal person. So the paper copy, if you were to read it, isn't anything like the well, it's similar. But I mean, he he goes on jags while he's reading his audio. <laughs> that's that's what I love. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get those. I I yeah. love him. Everything he does, I I laugh. Highly recommend it. So. Yeah, that's oh, you, you're you're like kin to us, like uh, with the, <laughs> the podcasts and the hell you even complimented our show, so it's yep. good. <laughs> that, Very good. Being mutual. Excellent. Well, I I guess that's about it. We're probably gonna have to close this out. So, um, how could people find you specifically? We know we can go to your website, the uh, terratail dot com. Right. The website you're on. The, you're on Facebook, but uh, they're on how about Twitter you? Too, added, you're added on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. They're yes. on Twitter. Too. Um, I'm at Twitter. I'm at Scotty James. So if you ever want to, you know, I'm usually just tweeting about what game I'm playing, or if I'm <laughs> pissed at a game, or what I'm eating, or something like that. Nothing too, nothing too amazing, but I, I get on there from time to time and say stuff. But uh, yeah, Scotty James. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'll post on it. Usually, I don't get on my personal one too much, but I am on the Terra Tales a lot, and I'll. I'll post random stuff like that. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for coming on the show. This was this was fun. Yeah, thank you. I'm awesome. I mean, like I said, I listen to podcasts all the time. So you said I can come on a podcast, Mike. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's <is> awesome. <laughs> Great. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna end this with playing a track you sent us. Yes. This one. Before we, yeah, what what are we gonna be hearing? This here? is Against the World. Probably our single off of our album, of Fact and Fiction. Uh, okay. Um, 
It's uh, this is also the one that we have the music video for. That's uh, you can find that on YouTube, um, or you can go to our our website. We have it up there, I believe, too. And uh, also on our website, we we're st- um, in the midst of writing our second album, and uh, we're actually you know a pretty good chunk weight chunk into it. So we have uh, I believe we have one or two songs off the new album, some pre pre production mixes on there. If you guys want to check out some of the new music too. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again. And here, here comes. Uh, here we'll play that right now. Let's. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. Awesome. That's. I don't know how to end this. <laughs> we yeah, suck at ending things. <laughs> thanks a lot for coming on, man. That was thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay. Here we go. This is an affirmation Between the worlds where we live It's where you'll find yourself again Inside of her soul Lies the birth of a dream Within the rise and the fall are back clayton that was awesome it was we who knew we were amongst uh we were not only a fan of us he's a podcast listener he loves video games talented musician hell of a voice and and this is the first chance we've had to talk to him it was a, it was a great talk and 
you know what? I, I really appreciated that you guys got you, the video game stuff. I was like, this guy's pretty serious because he started mentioning games I'd never heard of. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, wow. He goes deep. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. Yeah, it's, I, I was, it was fun talking to him. He's definitely a, a dude we seem like we could hang out with. Definitely. We were into all the same stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I love the, uh, just his take on like where he's going with the music and and you know how how happy he is like with the, the group he has around him. He's got a lot of talented musicians that he plays with, and it, it's just neat to, to seem. It seems like they're on the up and up. A, a, a real positive vibe coming, and and I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. So. Definitely, yeah. Thanks again to him for coming on the show. But now we have to do uh, our second read for our new sponsor, the Music Machine. Do you need some help with music? At an upcoming event, we recommend checking out The Music Machine. We got some first-hand exposure to The Music Machine at a recent wedding, and they did an awesome job. They rocked our socks off. Is that the expression? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like checking that. with them. Yeah. yeah, just checking. Yeah. All right. Not only that, but they do the sound for Dreamwave Wrestling. So we talk about Dreamwave a lot, and I've been to several events. The sound is always kicking. Well, it turns out they do the music for them. So they, they've been DJing for over 23 years. They can handle anything, weddings, parties, charity events, dances. Ooh, do you think they do video dances? Video dances, you mean like the old... Uh, yeah, junior high. Uh, do they still do those? I hope they do because it'd be a shame. See, now, That's... when I was in junior high, I went to those just to watch the videos. Because I didn't have a date. Yeah. Well, two, two dates. No one had dates. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. But I, I'd love. We should have our own video dance, John. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, sure. Maybe a bad idea. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, if you need help with anything, music at an event, check them out. Music Machine. You can find out their event availability right on their website. Clayton, you mentioned it before. It is actually it's a sweet website. Because you just type in the date you want and see if they're available. So that's at mmdjpros.com, mmdjpros.com. From there, you can find out all the contact information you need. But if you want to call them direct, 815-223-6635. We thank the Music Machine for their uh, sponsoring the Ivy Alternative Podcast. So now, Clayton, we do our usuals, nice. our favorite parts of the show. Sure. So um, we don't really week. have apps. What's that? Except except for this week. The interview yeah. is the best part. Yeah, that, that was awesome. <clears throat> <laughs> that was. Yeah. yeah, we don't really have apps this week, so we're replacing them with some supplemental information. Right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and instead of an app this week, I, I just wanted to mention that there's uh, been a buzz on Twitter and in the techie world. A uh, thing called Chromecast. I want this thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not an app. It's not anything like that. It's a little it's a little stick. Like it almost looks like a USB stick, but it's actually a, an HDMI stick. You you stick it into your TV in the HDMI port, and with that it allows you to send movies or whatever from your phone to your TV. Right. So I can tell you that I've been in situations where I've wanted to show people a picture on my phone or a video on my phone. Uh, as far as I can tell, this is a way that you'll be able to do that right. now. Do you, from and your laptop or, or any any device too, right? Not just your phone. I think so, yeah. I don't think it matters. I think it's like a Wi-Fi thing. or mm-hmm. I don't know if it's yeah, Wi-Fi it, or Bluetooth. It is Wi-Fi. But, 
But uh, yeah, it's and it's only like I think it's only like thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. which is pretty incredible for what you're getting. I I keep seeing things that say, well, it's not Apple TV, but I don't know. It's it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like the same sort of thing because you can use Netflix with it. They should be paying us for this ad, but I mean, I want the thing, so <laughs> I don't care. Well, it's from Google, right? Yeah. Chromecast. Any any website or anything that you have video from, you're going to be able to basically throw it to your TV. Uh, and that's that's kind of cool. I mean, so porn, lots of porn yeah, that, being that thrown to the TVs. I, I think I read it. Uh, <laughs> I have in one of the articles I read. I think it was in the, the Wired magazine. Is that where you retweeted that from, John? Yeah. They call it the porn slinger or something <laughs> like that. So yeah. Hey, people are going to be going back there for their. Yeah, that's 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 really funny. But it, it sounds like a great product. I mean, and it's less than fifty bucks. I think it was forty or forty-five. I think is what I, if I remember seeing it right. So, oh, okay. I mean, maybe you're right Wait. too. I could be wrong. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, um. I, I didn't have an app this week, John. I, I I did promise some folks on Twitter that I'd give them a beer review. Oh yeah, let's. Have um, it. if you saw uh, my my feed, and then I, I think there was some activity on our our Ivy Podcast uh, Twitter handle, but I did get exposed to a new brew a couple weeks back from Half Acre Brewing Company out of Chicago. It's called Daisy Cutter. It's a uh, Moon Man. Uh, I'm not going to call it a ripoff because it's they're both great. A Moon Man tasting uh, similar to, to similar to that. So it tastes just like the Moon Man beer from New Glarus that we're, we're both fans of. It comes in six, 16-ounce cans and four packs, and it, it's delicious. Uh, it's It's got the, the nice citrusy taste with a little bit of hops in it and it's a wonderful beer and it, you can actually look it up on one of my favorite websites and they don't have an app as far as i know but beer advocate so if you're ever looking for a new brew to try check out beeradvocate.com and you can look up uh reviews either basically uh, personal reviews or like people you can go on there become a member sign up and review beers or they have like you know a, basically tasters that do it so it's it's a it's a really really good beer. This one gets a 94 out of 100. That's out outstanding. Wow. Wait, let me double check that. That was the double Daisy Cutter. Uh, yeah, the the regular Daisy Cutter gets a 94 too. The the pros, or they have the bros and the pros basically. So, but yeah, it's it's it, it's just like Moon Man. It's the same kind of vibe, like same flavoring. It's it's wonderful. So. There you go, guys. There's your it's Daisy Cutter Pale Ale from Half Acre Beer Company. The sad thing is, just like Moon Man, it's not available locally. Uh, you have to go to um, the city to find it. There's a bunch of liquor stores up towards the city that sell it, and there's a lot of places. It sounds like there's 79 different places that have it on tap. The bottle, apparently they bottle it as well. There's places you can get it in the bottle, but I had it out of a 16-ounce can. So, which I, I'm a fan. If if, if I, I like the uh, pint can for for whatever reason, I I, I dig that. So cool. Yeah. I think we might have to make this a regular segment. Segment. A beer segment. Yeah, the Clayton's beer pick. That sounds good. I, I'll have <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, well, I'll have to. Maybe I'll have to start talking to some connoisseurs and and really work on my my tasting, so I can right. give good descriptions of the beers I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, because I I'm not a snob. That's part of the problem. Because I'll someone will give me a beer and I'll be like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and it might be terrible. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I am that way too. I don't. I, I have a hard time telling the difference between uh, a good and bad one unless I drink it. and It's like, okay, I really don't like it. It's like that obvious. 
Right, but, uh, right. Like, I, yeah, I, I, but I'm not, I'm not going to turn down like a. I mean, like if if some there's some folks that would be like, well, I'm not, I don't drink Bud Light or I don't drink Miller Light. It's like it's all the same. Well, one gives you a headache or something, people say, or one gives <laughs> you whatever in the morning, and I, I, to me, it's all the same. And I, it's, I mean, if you're going to drink like a, a mass-produced beer, and I and I do by all means, that's my that's what the daily drinker kind of is what you'd call it. It's it is what it is. You know, no one's going to be arguing with you saying like oh miller light if someone were to argue with me and say well, miller light's a hundred times better than bud light you'd be like no they're both kind of crappy <laughs> you know you know what i mean you get you just have a little levity about it i mean we, we, we all know that it is what it is right so i, I kind of take it in stride but uh yeah maybe that sounds like a good idea john we'll we'll do a, a maybe maybe not every episode because yeah i'll give you some time to try some beers we don't want you turning into an alcoholic right right and we'll i mean and if I if I do that, then I have to go out and I don't know if I want I can drop nine or ten dollars on a six pack and try all these weird beers out every every week. Yeah, it could get expensive. <laughs> and I you know sometimes I'll I'll get good beer and if I really like it, then it stays in the refrigerator longer. You know what I mean? I'll like save that last one yes. for a special occasion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've done that too. You're like, oh, it's Friday night. Do I want to drink that last Moon Man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, we have Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. It's a great beer. So if if you're up in the city and you're looking and you see that on draft, by all means, proceed. Proceed to party. Mm -hmm. What else we got? Well, uh, podcasts, I didn't have too much to wrap through. I mean, I mentioned last time the Jeff Bridges one on the Nerdist, which I did end up listening to. And the the only thing I'll note on that one, it, it was funny because there were times when Chris Hardwick was really trying really hard to have these deep uh emotional type questions with jeff bridges the dude and jeff bridges he was not mean about it or nothing he just kind of like he's you could just kind of hear it in his voice he was just kind of like huh you could just just hear how chris hardwick was reaching with some of these questions but uh, i enjoyed that but i don't know frog pants network that'd be scott johnson and like the morning stream and Oh, there's they do so many different mm-hmm. podcasts. So um, they just had their big nerdtacular event about a month ago, and they've been putting out a lot of stuff that was from that event. And they did this one, and they actually it was like on several of the Frog Pants shows. I think I heard it actually on the morning stream where they played this podcast. It was about an hour long discussion. It was all like podcasters from Frog Pants shows and some of the other shows where there's some sort of a connection with. Scott Johnson. So uh, Tech News Today is a show that I listen to, and that's got, um, what's his name, Merritt uh, on there, um, having a mind blank. The different hosts from these different shows were on this panel, and that was interesting. And maybe I liked it a lot just because we podcast, but it was they were talking about lots of ins and outs of podcasting and things that they experience as podcasters. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I related to some of the things they were talking about, so I I thought it was really an interesting talk. So that would be my uh, the other one that I would mention. That's all I got. I have. Uh, I guess I have one to add. Um, I'm a fan of Radiohead, so I was excited to see last Monday Mark Marin. I think I pr- talked about him last time we recorded too. Mark Marin had Tom York on. It was a uh, episode 408. Tom York's lead singer, Radiohead. 
really cool interview. He, I guess he's come off in the past as being somewhat difficult with interviewers, but him and Mark seemed to sort of hit a good pace and, and had a nice rapport with one another. And it turned out to be a really nice episode. Kind of got a feel for like what Tom York's background is in and maybe – because he's so – like some of the music they come out with, they're like, you just wonder where the hell they're going. It's, it can be <laughs> bizarre. It can be hard to it can be hard to grasp. But I, I still appreciate it. So especially the further on they get, it gets a little wackier and wackier. And I kind of get a little bit of an explanation of how they got their start and, and how they de- developed as a band. And he's off doing his own thing now. They're doing side projects and stuff here and there. So – it was good. Good interview. Uh, definitely recommend it, especially if you're a radio fan or a Radiohead fan. Uh, other than that, I didn't really have any other pods. I mean, um, right. you know, cool. just my Tom. Usual. Tom Merritt was the name I couldn't think Tom of. Merritt. I had to get that out. He's the host of Tech News today. Okay. He's actually he he does a lot of shows actually. So sorry, I just I had to get that out sure, there. Sure, sure. Just to prove that your brain is working somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> Cool. It is getting late. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Shall we uh, do our favorite segment of the week? Yes. Uh, Tweets of the week. <laughs> I don't even have to edit it. It was perfect. You're right. Just the way you said I, it. I'm sure. We don't really have that many this week. No. Our, I, I, I only put a couple up. Uh, do, uh, do you want to do – are we going to do this... the watercraft thing or do we want to save that for a discussion later? I – I think we could talk about it briefly. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, – well, I'll read it off first. This is from uh, KWQC. Uh, I believe this is a Fox affiliate out of the Quad Cities. It's at KWQC News. It says, Illinois requires new paddle pass for non-motorized watercraft. A lot of people are taking advantage of area – and it sounds like it's probably like a link to Facebook tweet. But it was mainly this story. It's actually an NBC affiliate out of the Quad Cities. And, and it's basically and Illinois actually in, in, it enacted a new law, July 1st, uh, Department of Natural Resources requiring a paddle pass or stickers required on any non-powered kayak, canoe, paddle boat, or inner tube being used as a mode of transportation on public waters. I think it's a $6 water usage stamp for every raft or inner tube used to get from point A to point B on Illinois waters. If you don't get it, you'll face up to a hundred or a hundred twenty dollar fine. So if you're on a tubing, out tubing on the Vermilion, and you're going from point A to point B, you better go online and print yourself a uh, water you should stamp, or you could risk getting busted and paying a fine. Wow. Yeah, even if it's a used inner tube from a truck tire or a tractor tire. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Do you think so? Here, here's a scenario, John. Here's a scenario. You okay. have an inner tube. You put a cooler in it. Okay. Does that inner tube require a stamp? Is no, I mean, a human's not using it. Just you're, <laughs> you're just putting your beer in it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think by law that yes, that's cooler requires its own its own sticker is, it, is that a mode of transportation i don't it know it is for the cooler you can split hairs well who do they give the ticket to if it gets busted ah <laughs> the, the cooler they would just take the beer that's yeah. what they do they would i don't know well see i i guess this is weird i and it's weird that this just sort of passed and we didn't we didn't hear anything about it like there was the big deal made out of uh stuff about a year ago with possibly charging people to go into star rock and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i didn't we never really heard anything about this it's kind of weird but i i would be 
pissed if, you know, not knowing anything about this, that if someone did come and say something to us without giving us a chance to maybe to get the pass. So I would kind of hope maybe during this transition period that when they do come across people that are tubing or whatever, they say, okay, you know, this thing just started, give me six bucks and you guys are fine or go online right away or something. I don't know because a lot of people are not going to know about this. Well, I don't. If you wouldn't have tweeted this, I wouldn't have known no, anything about it. Um, there is a Facebook group going right now. Um, Keep Illinois a, Waterways free or something. There's to that always effect. a Facebook group going yeah, on something. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, to me, it's I don't know. I, I, here, I, I, just say it, Clayton. You 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 hate yeah, it. They're just extracting every dime out of us they can. <laughs> I suppose that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and this one's just. It's over the top. It's a burden. It's not even that much money. It's six bucks. And here's the other thing, too, is like if you have kids, say your kids are 12, John, right, 12 and 10, and you you decide to go tubing with them, both strong swimmers, you're not worried about that. You have to have life jackets for them in that tube if you take them out. That's the other part of this. Oh, really? Yeah. It says another requirement now with tubes and other non-motorized watercraft is a life jacket for each each person anyone 13 and younger must be wearing it at all times so well so I mean, so no basically it's saying like if, if you go tubing on the river i mean not the owner but like the vermilion where, where tubing's popular uh you, you have to have a life vest with you for each person huh. which yeah. i mean Actually, there's probably some startling statistics out there just to remind us how many people die doing these kind of kinds of things. But I don't know. I don't know if there's if it's necessary. To have I don't know these what laws. to think about it. I, I as long as they're not too dickish about enforcement, I guess I, I I'm not that bad with this. I mean, I guess you know the state is broke after all, right. and they're trying to figure out any way they can to make a little money. So I I, I do. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's okay. Right. Then, then, I'm not as against it, maybe, as you are. No, I'm not. But then, I, I just, I don't know. It just seems like overly. I think you're being a dick. Okay. There you go. <laughs> no, it, does say, it does say DNR officers say they're allowing a grace period to educate the public and work out the kinks. Um, they would probably have this thrown in their face, too, where they're like, all right, now we got to give people tickets for this. <laughs> like they don't have enough because I'm sure they're thin, you know, their staff is Thin and, and they're covering huge swaths of area, and uh, you having to deal with this is just another burden on them. I mean, they probably more, they probably dislike it more than I do. Um, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> no, I, 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 this is just not the way to raise money. Get a good business to come to Illinois and a big corporation and and tax the heck out of them. No, not even. Don't even. Just let the people give out good jobs, and then you know you have whatever money they spend, and then you'll make money that way. But uh, life fest thing. definitely going to be a pain in the butt me. to yeah. What's it's going to be a pain in the butt to enforce, like you said. I that's definitely going to be a problem. Sure. But uh, all right, well, we probably could argue over that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on to your favorite tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starved Rock Country at Starved Rock Country. I almost did it again. Yeah. Twenty one. No. <laughs> It's not actually spelled out Starved Rock Country, by the way. They have, like, it's shortened. But Why didn't they spell it out? I don't you? know. They should have been able to fit it. Whatever. All right. Seems like a good day to start a water fight. Wait, no, no, no. I should, let me read this in the appropriate <clears throat> yeah, you should. voice. 
seems like a good day to start a water fight yourself to keep cool here in Starved Rock Country. <laughs> well, well, well done. John retweeted this from our Ivy Pod account, right? And Clayton uh, immediately made made fun of me for doing so. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty cheesy. It is. Uh, They throw out a lot of cheese on Twitter. Yeah. Well, and they have a Facebook link too, which is funny. I hate that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. They mind you, it was hotter than all get out at that time, so it it did make sense. But thank God for the nice weather the last week weekend, man. It was I, I my house it was sixty eight degrees inside when I woke up and yeah. Speaking of that, I, you know I don't like to don't want to turn the podcast into a weather report, but I gotta say I'm totally screwed up right now because of the now because the weather has dropped and it's been cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like totally ready for football. Yes. And we have to wait a while. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> really getting excited. That, I want some bears. That's a great point. Yeah, they just started training camp, and it's like 60. We're getting down to the 50s at night, and it's like, it's what's going time. on? It's July. It's not. It's July. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I'll take it, man. Like, I'll I'll take it. You leave the windows open. It's like phenomenal sleeping weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well. The next one, the next two actually came off my. You you take the next Twitter. one and then I'll do the one after. How's that? Okay, cool. So the next one's from Scott Johnson. I mentioned him before. Uh, Scott Johnson at Scott Johnson is the Frog Pants dude. Uh, now this is a short one and it, it has a picture to go with. So I'll try to describe it. The tweet was seems to have hit a nerve with some people. Well, yeah, some people. I must have cut it off here or something. Sorry. Seems to have hit a nerve with some. Oh, that's it. I just totally screwed that up. Anyway, the picture is – it's showing well, – where is it? It's a picture of a guy with an iPhone, and it says differences between iOS and Android users. And the guy with the iPhone is saying, 99 cents? No brainer. And then the other guy with the Android phone says, 99 cents? F that. Basically trying to make the point that people with Android phones are not willing to pay money for apps. And I just thought this was funny because I actually would kind of agree because I used to have an Android phone. And when I had that Android phone, I did everything I could to avoid spending any money to buy any app whatsoever. And now, I don't know why, but with the iPhone, I I have kind of changed my way with that. And I I don't know why that is. When you do your iPhone, do you you actually buy like the gift card kind of looking things and use those? Uh, yeah, sometimes, okay. yeah. That's what I found. I've gotten those um, various, like, just I've had the gift card, and you load it. And then knowing right. that you have money on there makes you want to buy stuff. So when, yeah, when you I see, so. like, oh, that app's 99 cents. Well, I had a $25 credit on there. Okay, I'll I'll spend the dollar ninety nine or 99 cents for the Fangraphs app or whatever. I don't yeah. care. But, yeah, I feel the same way as you. Like, when I had my Android phone, I certainly I, – I think I paid for one app. Yeah. And it was Mark very... Barron's, and it just seemed cool to me to just support him. So, Do you think – I was kind of thinking about it when I – because people were going off on him about this comic. I mean, he, he really was getting blasted by some people who took offense to this, obviously Android users. I almost feel like with the iPhone, because it's so closed in – and they're so strict on how you get apps to the market, and they're so strict with everything. 
whereas an Android, it's a lot more free and it's a lot easier to get an, an app on the market. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like maybe there's like a certain feeling of security when you have the iPhone, so you're not as worried about spending money because I, I don't know. I, that I, was I just a thought. I don't mean. know. I'm just nah. Whatever. I whatevs. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the gift card thing is huge. I, I think that probably is a part of it. I, I could be I'm completely wrong, but I, I that makes sense to me because I don't know. And I used. I mean, I used. It's iTunes. a lot more common to see iTunes cards than it is. Well, yeah. I mean, every Google. Walgreens, every Kroger, every. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure they got them at Hy-Vee and and Walmart and like they're everywhere. You know, they they are they encompass everywhere. It's it's. So, so they're so pervasive. I mean, there's no such thing as an Android gift card, is there? Or Google? Oh, there's a Google Play. Yes, Google Play. I'm sorry, yep. yeah, but I'm, there, I'm sorry. The, there is, but you just don't see them as much. Right. For every three iTunes cards, there's one Google Play card. <clears throat> well, now the iTunes gift card has been around since before the iPhone. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it goes back to when when they first put iTunes up, and you could just buy music, you know, ninety nine cent songs. Interesting, All right. John. Yeah. We only got one left. Oh, I'll take, take it, it, I suppose. Uh, this one is from uh, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah, and the the Seth Rogen. Oh, let me see here. I'm... It is a confirmed account. I checked it. Okay, that's good. The super. This is at Seth Rogen, just like you think it's spelled. This Superman slash Batman news is really going to steal attention from the Lone Ranger Green Hornet movie we are planning. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> taking a little bit of a shot at himself. Yeah, because uh, he happened. He was in the Green Hornet, right? And it was a bit of a bomb. Yeah, the Lone Ranger, which recently came out, was also a bomb. Bomb bad. Bomb bad. So but yeah, give, give me some. Uh, what's the what's the scoop on the Superman Batman? Oh well, this was some of the big news that came out of the recent Comic Con mm-hmm. event in uh, California. Sure. Uh, and this was a thing where they. I think it's Zack Snyder, I think's the director who did Superman, and he came. He was talking and trying to just spill the beans on things that were up and coming and they put a big graphic on the wall of the superman symbol and then it had the batman symbol behind it and that's all they showed but everybody freaked out big time mm-hmm. because they're planning a 2015 uh superman batman movie it's coming okay team up sure team up to fight the bad guys yeah I so anyway yeah i tweeted that because i like the batman movies mm-hmm. and i like the new superman movie so I think I'll like the Superman Batman movie. It's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Right. So on. I, I don't know if there's really a winner this week. I think maybe this is one of those everybody's a winner. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't look for any anybody in particular. I should have been more. I gotta think think like that. Uh, look for good tweets. Yeah. I, I saw the, the the kayaking paddle paddle boat one or whatever. And then I think based on the amount of time we spent talking about the paddle boat one, we should give. KWQC News, the win. Sure. The NBC <laughs> affiliate out of the Quad Cities. Yeah. They're going to get the little ping from us on Twitter. It's like, what is this? Who are these guys? Yeah. Whatever. They did a little story on some new law that went into effect in Illinois that no one knew about. And I don't know. Yeah, maybe it. maybe it'll help someone get bumped up to the big time. Maybe they can sure. move to, to Peoria. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, that's a... Uh, I don't really have anything else. I don't either, Do you? John. I think we had such a good interview that it sort of stole the uh, momentum from the rest of the show. Yeah, once we got... Exactly. I felt the same way. When we got to the usuals, I was like, wow, 
How are we going to top that? Yeah, let's just wrap this sucker up and <laughs> move on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thanks again, Scotty, for coming on the show. Yeah, check out A Terror Tale if you're out there. I mean, uh, or look them up on YouTube and they're at the website. Uh, really cool band. Great yeah, sound. you can you can buy their album too. Support support your local musicians. Buy their album on iTunes or uh, I mean I like Spotify. I don't know if they. I wonder if they get as much. They probably don't get as much out of it when you use Spotify. So use iTunes. Buy their album. Yeah, man. You could you could even you can get it on uh, Amazon as well. Uh, yeah. Eight ninety nine to get the album. Yeah, support your local Illinois Valley awesome musicians. Um, I guess that's about it. Uh, IvyPod.com. Ivy Podcast, Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast was Twitter, um, and mail at Ivy Pod is the email. Um, I'm Strata J on Twitter too. Mm-hmm. You're CJ Quins. Mm-hmm. That would be me. And uh, I'm leaving. Right. Let's call it. See ya. Bye. I think you're being a dick. Okay. There you go. <laughs> no, it, does just, say, it does say it does say